Podcasting from their dining room table in California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. I know what you mean there, Captain. Mm-hmm. That's old Captain Beefheart. Uh-huh. Who's Captain Blowhard? Captain Beefheart. <laughs> Not Blowhard. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you said Blowhard, Cecil. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I'm sure he probably is, was a bit of a Blowhard. Well, these well, artsy boys. Artsy boys? Well, these artsy musicians with a, with a funny hat. Oh, the uh-huh. Devo? No, I'm just saying, some of these artsy <laughs> boys like to wear silly hats. But, but, I mean, Devo, I guess they had a silly hat. They had a really cool silly hat. Uh-huh. You know, the best Christmas gift I ever gave anyone, Cecil, was uh-huh. a Devo hat. Yeah. I do not recall who I gave it to. It looked like a big old Lego. It did. Uh-huh. It did. I understand. I How did. was your Thanksgiving, Cecil? Well, I fair to Midland. I noticed you didn't show up. To our Thanksgiving. Well, I got I had friends giving. You had friends. <laughs> you did. Uh-huh. I was down at the Moose Lodge. Ooh. Drinking drinking beers. How's... With some of my old friends. Really? Where is there a Moose Lodge in West Hollywood? Um, um, there's one around. I was I was at the Moose Lodge with with my friends. I definitely wasn't <laughs> alone at the drawing room. I was with friends. I have friends. It's okay if you were alone at the drawing room. Sometimes they don't show up. Okay. Ooh. I return my calls. Things are getting old. That's neither here nor there. Okay. I gotta yep. go wash my truck. You have a truck? I got the armor off. What? I don't... I don't... I need some wash bags. <laughs> what? All right, we'll take it from here, buddy. Wow. You got the Crisco? Uh, one time he waxed his truck with Crisco. Does that actually any... does that work? No, it oh. didn't work at all. <laughs> he thinks he thinks any type of uh, you know animal fat or shortening. He, he thinks it's all the same stuff as, it could as all wax. Work. Yeah, Canuba wax. I'm. You know what? I'm not going to fault him on that. I, I feel like Cecil. Mm-hmm. You know what? You have a point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's... Does Cecil ever have a point? <laughs> no. <laughs> we got to get him to... He's got to uh, flee the nest. I know, boo. How are we going to do that? got to get him to move out. I don't think he'll ever move out. He keeps talking about common law at this point. What? Common law? I, I thought that only pertained to marriage, but... And it's only been 10 months. He's talking about how he's got... He or gets 12. mail here, so we can't kick him out legally. I mean, it's kind of true. Oh, God. How about you, Boo? Boo, I'm so sad. <laughs> what you sad about? I'm sad that you're leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving today. Yep, you're going on a voyage. On a jet plane. No, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Yeah, heading out for another run. Going to take the uh, Subaru. Ooh. Not necessarily cross-country. I am driving. I got to start. I got to... <laughs> I've been touring for 14 years. I still don't know how to route properly. What do you mean? Well, I'm driving all the way to Lafayette, Louisiana to start the tour. Hmm. Now, was that on purpose? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I always have, like, uh, an idea of how I want to route it, but then this whole DIY thing, sometimes you get people that don't return emails. And yeah. So, you know, but... Um, I mean, it's as broad as it is long. It, like... There's really no difference. Like if I, do you know what I'm saying? Like I could tour, I could have stops along the yeah. way out there, get to Lafayette, and then kind of circle back. Yeah. But it's it's I couldn't book those dates. None of those lined up right. So I'm just gonna drive two and a half, three days, and then start <laughs> the tour. But I'm gonna work my way back. 
Well, I so. like that because then it's kind of like you're getting you're getting all ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're getting into the zone. Yeah, it gives me a few days to kind of get my mind right, driving, yeah. you know, across, you know, five states or six states maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah, starting in Lafayette, Louisiana. Then I'm going to Bryan, Texas. Never been there before. Bryan. Bryan, Texas. Uh, not not too far from Austin, I think. Then I'm uh, kind of backtracking, going to uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Ooh. Then going back to Texas to Fort Worth. Okay. Then I'm going to have a couple days off. I might go to Roswell, New Mexico on my off day. Ooh. I've never been to Roswell, New Mexico. That's like a big old alien place Yeah, now. yeah. There's uh, supposedly a, a crash back in the 40s. Um, then I'm going to uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Trinidad, Colorado, and Manitou Springs, Colorado. Ooh! Yeah, so uh, you're gonna be cold. Be gone for about two weeks, and Boo, you spoiled me on this last run, having you with me. We talked about that, how much fun I had having you and Charlie with me. Now I'm just back out on my own. You're back out on your own. Mm-hmm. You're back to your roots. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think we have to we have to positive poly this. Okay. I I was literally this morning making the bed, and then I just sat on it. And stared outside like you had already left. <laughs> like a Folgers commercial. Like, it really was. I was like, what am I doing? But I was just so sad. But then I was like, okay, I'm going to take this opportunity and not move furniture. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I am not going to move a stick of furniture. You're going to hang what? any AstroTurf on nope, the wall? No AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you. Guess what? Santa's going to be jealous of our apartment. Oh, yeah. Because this place is going to be christmas out. Yeah, we were supposed to do that this weekend, but you kind of backed out. As far as uh, going to get a tree, you just felt it was too chaotic this weekend. Okay, Okay. I love you. Mm -hmm. Let me go ahead and say that out loud. You're the greatest husband ever. Thank you. I just don't think you understand L.A. on a Sunday. Yeah. You don't exit on the weekend. For from your home in LA, you, I do. I go out and acquire barbecue on the weekend. I know you do, but then do you go and hang out or do you scurry back home? I scurry back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Because you're an American. Yeah, I don't know what that means. No, me neither. Weird. Anyway, I enjoy going to do things on a Monday and or Tuesday uh-huh. where it's a little less condensed with yeah. humans. Mm-hmm. I understand that's weird. I get that. That's no, there's not nothing a, weird about that. You know, and I know you wanna you wanna go and have a an experience. You wanna mm-hmm. go and we wanna go get a Christmas tree together, and mm-hmm. that sounds great. Mm-hmm. But really, let's just get it done. We don't do enough of that. What do you mean? Like going out and doing domestic <laughs> errands and stuff together. <laughs> well, it's the weekend issue, I think, mm-hmm. because I do not like a busy Saturday or Sunday. And if so, if I'm forced to do mm-hmm. a Saturday or Sunday, let's go early, pre nine a.m. Mm-hmm. Then we're good. We're done by nine. Mm-hmm. Happy as a clam. <laughs> but you're a late riser. So what do we do? But see, the thing this weekend, I, I would have assumed, I didn't really notice, but <laughs> everybody's gone. Like during Christmas and Thanksgiving, L.A. turns into a ghost town. On Thursday and Friday. Were they already back in the weekend? Yes, they really? were already back on Saturday. I was out. In it on Saturday, taking Charlie to get groomed, which I'm so glad because he mm-hmm. looks like a new man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You don't think it would have been fun to go out like on a Saturday morning, get a Christmas tree together? I just wish get you some could. Lunch. I would love to do that on a Wednesday uh-huh. or a Thursday. But see, the problem with the weekday, boo, yeah. is you know there's such a small window. It's a it's a like good window. What are you talking about? 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. is about the window. Perfect window. Perfect. Well, I'm just saying, if you mess up and you're out by, <laughs> you're still out at 2.30 or 3, then you get all the cake. No, I know I sound homebound, mm-hmm. and I get that. Mm-hmm. And I am. Yeah. My dad died on Christmas mm-hmm. one year ago, this Christmas. Well, you've been fighting another illness <laughs> this week. Did we talk about this last week? I don't think we did. Yeah. I, did we? I don't think so. Do you, we don't have to talk about no, this. No, we can. This um, is a thing that's happened before, unfortunately. <laughs> this is not the first time that this weird and tragic event has occurred in your body. I don't know if we should... I mean, that's up to you. All right, listen. 
I'm going to go ahead and share it, but I'll, I'll be tasteful. Keep it PG-13. Okay. Um, I'm a forgetful Sally. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wait. I guess that doesn't really... I'm a forgetful Phaedra. Wait, what's a name that starts with an F? Does it have to be alliteration? I don't really know. Anyway. Fran. Fran. I'm a forgetful Fran. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when we were on the road, right? Uh-huh. Um, I had a little fairy visit me called the period. Yeah. A woman's period. Uh-huh. Now, because <laughs> I'm a woman. Yeah. <laughs> on the road, you're you're going, you're coming. You don't know what's happening. You're like, what hotel room? What day? What, you know? And so on this last trip, which was amazing, I ab- accidentally inserted two friends inside... My... Yeah, I get it. Okay. okay. And um, I forgot one of them. That So, um, you know, we'll call them... You overloaded the toaster. Overloaded the toaster uh-huh. with some toast. So I had a piece of toast you, you gotta take in my the old, vagina. <laughs> you got to take the old piece out before you put more pieces in. Well, and it is hard. Apparently, this is totally normal. A lot of women have forgotten their tampeezies mm-hmm. inside their VV. But... I have done this not once, twice. This is the third time. I'm not proud of it. I think it's disgusting. Three times. Well, it's. I knew something was off. We're going to have to get a clipboard. <laughs> You're going to have to start signing in and signing out. It's like when I was a cop and you'd have to go get like special weapons. You'd have to sign them out. Like if you needed like an MP5 or something. You, you, they'd give it to you, but you'd have to sign it in. And then when you returned it, you signed it out. That way, they kept track of a chain of custody. You need a chain of custody on your tampons. I do. I do. Well, now can I you have... not? Uh, <laughs> is it not noticeable, like in terms of feeling that you've got a passenger knew, in there? Well, I think the first week mm-hmm. was just like, eh, like something was a little off, but I didn't really notice. If I stuck a. Pack of post-it notes up my butt. Right. I would always know that they were there. The post-it notes? Uh-huh. Yeah, but you you don't have ADHD. Uh-huh. So my brain is at a fast level. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm smart. I'm mm-hmm. just saying it goes fast. Uh-huh. Right? Like a yeah. car out of control. <laughs> <laughs> just because a car's fast doesn't mean it, it's good. <laughs> it's trees. There's a lot. <laughs> but... Okay, so finally you were like, hey, mm-hmm. let's go. Why don't you go to the doctor? Yeah, because I could tell something was wrong with you last week. You just, uh, you, you were looking sickly. You had really? no Yeah, you had no energy. Your color was off. Yeah. You just, your eyes, you just looked like you were constantly tired and or in pain. Yeah, I was. And then how, what, uh, what made the light bulb go off? I, well, we don't want to get too descriptive. Oh, yeah. Okay. But just, you figured it out one way or the other. I figured it out. Uh Uh-huh. And it wasn't great. Yeah. Did my pee seem foggy? Yes. Uh Okay? That's weird. So what'd you, uh, did you get some tongs? What'd you do? Some salad tongs? What'd you do? All right. Without being crass. You had to go some. I ventured up into my area by Uh myself. Oh, Lord. For about an hour and a half, I was in the bathroom. Oh, no. And I could not ob- obtain it. Uh-huh. So I went to the smash hit walk-in clinic in Hollywood. Boy, they earned their money that night, didn't they? Urgent care. You remember, like, you've waited tables. <laughs> but I remember waiting tables, and you see a group come in, and you're like, I don't, that, come on, I can't. The just, last table. Just, yeah, the last, or any, just. Really? Not that I would profile, but just some, you know, you'd have a family come in. You're just like, ah, the, the, I don't want to wait on those people. Yeah. I wonder if they had to draw straws at the uh, urgent care the other night. Well, I was very vague mm-hmm. with my reason for coming mm-hmm. because I didn't want to scare them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they were. <laughs> so I just. They were going to find out eventually. <laughs> well, I know, know but I, I know the lead in, and uh-huh. I didn't want to wait because yeah. I'm sure they'd be like, all right, Gladys is coming in at two. Yeah. I had a 10 a.m. appointment that I reserved online. Uh-huh. Anyway, go in. And did I gross out a nurse pra- practitioner? Sure. Mm. Was she concerned about my health? Yes. Yeah. And 
usually they try to make you feel a little better because this, again, this is the third time this has happened. But on this occasion, she was like, oh, dude, I think you got the TS, basically. The toxic, yeah, the toxic shock, shock syndrome. It, uh, it was about three weeks. Yeah, it had been missing for a while. <laughs> there was posters all over the neighborhood. Milk. Milk cartons. Yeah. Just like in a murder, if they don't find it in 48 hours. A new documentary will be streaming soon. Yeah. The Katie Tampon. Oh, Lord. So what she do? Just take some medical okay, so it tongs, looks tweezers? Like, no. Imagine, yeah. Imagine tongs mm-hmm. that are about, like, your long ones. Yeah. Like, like what is that? Like, two feet? Yeah, about foot and a half, two foot feet. Foot and a half. Yeah. Like barbecue tongs. Right. Yeah. And sh- and they're so freezing. And then they just go in there oh, and Lord. clamp down and get out the toast. And, uh, yeah. Kind of like uh, noodling. You know what noodling is? <laughs> no. What? What's catfish no- noodling? No. Catfish noodling is when you catch catfish with your bare hand, and you, you wade around in a, in a lake or a pool or a river, and then you stick your arm or your hand down in these holes, and then the catfish bites onto your fist <gasps> or your arm, and then you pull it out, and you caught one. So she is has, it your bare hands? Sometimes you can wear gloves or whatnot, but yeah. why would you fish for catfish that way? I have no idea. That's ho- yeah, I don't know have why. you ever done that? No, no. There's oh. a good documentary about it though. But yeah, so she have you watched the entire documentary yeah. Oh, yeah. on catfish biting? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so she went noodling. It was a she, right? It was a she. Yeah. Yeah, and she looked concerned. So I am on heavy antibiotics, and I feel like so much better. Speaking of the she, am I close-minded or a jackass for thinking that it's weird that men would go into gynecology? I I'm unclear on that. That I, just of all the types of medicine to practice, it's odd that I mean I we need gynecologists and I'm glad, but what if why would a man? I don't know. That just seems odd. That is weird. Well, I'm such a dum dum. Is it with gynecology? Is it just one thing? Is it kind of like, can he do other things? Does the gynecologist do other stuff? Well, I mean... Like, are they a multi-tool player? I mean, they might have <laughs> training in various areas of medicine, but I'm yeah. saying if you if you set up shop as a gynecologist, <laughs> you know, you printed up business cards and you had some signage over the door, that's just odd that, like, this is what I've devoted my professional life to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think here's my thing. Like same thing. Would it be a little suspicious if a woman was uh, what do you call it? A urologist? Some I don't know. The what doctor people that, do that deals with 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 wieners. <laughs> You're so freaking immature. I've never been to a urologist. We're talking about toast and uh, tampons. What is wrong? Anyway, with that? that was just a okay. side note. I just I've always been leery of uh, male gynecologists. I understand that. Well, mm-hmm. what if they are? homosexual males and they have no interest in that mm-hmm. but they have a you know that kind of are in that area yeah i feel like i'm not allowed to comment on anything okay, like that's that fair. So, okay you know, all right let's i don't just... want to pass judgment just a little curious well so you know ladies mm-hmm. apparently according to my nurse practitioner at the hollywood urgent care i would say this happens a lot uh-huh. she told me not to feel bad but she also told me to get a system going. Yeah, like I'm, I'm joking about the clipboard, but we could use something like that. Clipboard, dry erase board, some sort of system, you know, one in, one out. I have to be more present. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't just be in my head thinking about hooks for Christmas lights. Yeah. I can't think about the fourth Christmas tree I want to get. Mm-hmm. Should it be palm? Uh-huh. Are we doing something? Fourth tree? Yeah. What are you talking about? Okay, so I've decided. For Do we ev- have three now already? <laughs> we have one up. Yeah, one's up in the, that's Aunt Joni tree. Because uh-huh. I'm a- apparently dedicating a tree to each member of my past family. <laughs> Everything's fine. I don't think we got enough room. We do. We got dad, mom, Aunt Joni, your dad, which is Don. You know your dad. Susie. We got five. five. So five. Five in the immediate family. And then, unfortunately, my cousin who passed, which is really sad. But, you know, I I just think six is a little much. So immediate. I'll do immediate family. Are we really getting four trees? 
would be fine for doing uh, this rule. Yeah, but one. You two, said you, a while ago. Three, you said you were looking for your four, four or five. How many do? How many have you ordered? Okay, so I have three in a cart right now. Mm-hmm. Three in the Amazon cart. But I, I don't know. I mean, I understand that's not normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are what are your thoughts on Christmas trees, multiple, etc.? Well, I get having four or five trees if you live at the Biltmore Estate. <laughs> you know, if you got 10,000 square feet, sure, have multiples. We live in a two-bedroom apartment. We do. Mm-hmm. So that's two trees, mm-hmm. one in each bedroom. Yeah. Then we got a bathroom, yeah. small tree. Uh-huh. Then you got, I don't know who's going to get the bathroom tree. Yeah. That's a tough one to... <laughs> um, then you got the dining area tree uh-huh. and the main room tree. Hmm. So we're at five. Okay. Yeah, kitchen. I, th- I think that's way too many. Kitchen. Uh, kitchen. Um, patio. Kitchen. We don't have a patio, we but we do a have a bench seat. Yeah, we have a bench seat. That'd be fun. What if I did like a cool little Christmas window? Uh huh. I don't know. That could be fun. I'm gonna say I'm gonna do that, and then no. get some mannequins. <laughs> be funny. And have a little. Oh my gosh, it's like Home Alone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how many friends <laughs> I have. Cutouts, cardboard cutouts, dancing around. Oh boo! So you excited about Christmas though? I'm. I am. Uh-huh. I actually do have the spirit. Okay, because we were. It was up for debate whether or not we were going to celebrate Christmas this year. Okay, that's very true. Because I would like to be Jewish. I understand mm-hmm. that that's appropriation, and mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah. Okay, but um, I think my dad, who was just this big ball of energy and he was almost like a pinball Uh in a pinball machine just how he functioned he would just be so mad Mm -hmm. if we did nothing for christmas because it's also the anniversary of his going to another place so i think why not just bust it out Mm -hmm. you know okay i'm fine with. let's throw up christmas all up in this biatch okay so i'm talking about hooks Okay. I, I meant I'm waiting for the hooks. Uh-huh. You're waiting for the hooks. <laughs> I'm waiting for hooks to hang mm-hmm. up my icicle lights. Mm-hmm. Very important. So we're talking uh, Christmas, you know, everything. Yeah. Everywhere. Christmas everywhere. What do you think? Sure. I, I like Christmas. You know, I'm fine with... I feel like you're a tasteful Christmas. You're a traditional. You're a tradition guy. Not really. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> now, I say we lean into it and have a good good Christmas. Not let the fact that your father passed on Christmas morning last year uh, dampen our Christmas this year. Was it Christmas? No, it was, uh, it was 1231. Yeah, it was 1231, but it was technically, you know, we had just finished. Literally, literally, within seconds. I'm not exaggerating. No, you're not. Within seconds of opening the last present. The phone ring. I know. Well, and I cannot, you know, thanks a lot, Dad. I can't wear my iWatch anymore because yeah. it came on my iPhone watch. Yeah, and you're like trying to talk and do the watch. Which I you can do you. that, which is amazing. But then <coughs> I couldn't hear her. The lady was calling from the rehab site, making that call of, oops, something bad happened. And she was on speaker through my iWatch, and then I made Dave call her back on a landline. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So that was fun. <laughs> we had Merry a nice, Christmas. We had a nice Thanksgiving. <gasps> oh, my gosh. One of the best Thanksgivings I've had in recent memory. Okay, that was, seriously, mm-hmm. it was. What a great Thanksgiving. It was just so an orb key. of magic. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. You created... One of the best Thanksgiving dinners I've ever had. It was ever. pretty great. Okay. It was pretty great. Walk that, me through gumbo. the process. All but, right, let's let's break it down. Okay, okay. so Monday I brined the turkey mm-hmm. for about eighteen hours into into Tuesday morning. Then Tuesday I roasted the turkey. Yes. Roasted it for like three hours. Let it rest for a couple hours. Then I uh, deboned it or, or, or carved it, if you will. Carved, uh, salvaged uh, all the meat I could, set that aside. Okay. Then I took the carcass and I made a turkey stock. 
So Monday I brined, Tuesday I roasted the turkey, carved the turkey, and made a turkey stock. Uh, boiled those, uh, uh, started off boiling for like an hour, and then I let it simmer for about, I think I did about nine hours on that stock. Then on Wednesday I, I made the turkey gumbo. Uh, started with uh, a roux that I stirred literally nonstop for 90 minutes. Oh, here's the thing too. Usually when I make a roux for gumbo, uh, used to I would do butter. Yeah, a roux is just equal parts flour and fat. That fat could be butter. It could be oil. Um, I used to do butter. Butter tends to burn. you got to be real careful with it. Recently I've been doing just uh, vegetable oil. Vegetable oil and flour, equal parts. And you have to stir it constantly so it doesn't burn. And uh, you got to do it so long because you're trying to achieve this dark color. Anyway, uh, I took the turkey fat. I salvaged uh, all the drippings after I roasted it. Took all the drippings, put them in a little container, put them in the fridge overnight, and the next day all the fat had risen to the top. You scrape off that top layer of fat. I used that for the root. Whoa. So uh, turkey fat and flour, constantly stirring for 90 minutes. Um, Then what did I do? Oh, then I used that turkey stock. Uh, the trinity, the, the bell pepper, the onion, the celery. Uh, I added some carrot, uh, a lot of good seasoning and spices. Um, then I threw in uh, some okra and the the rest of the turkey and uh, let that simmer for about another eight or nine hours. So all together, with a, I'm not going to include the brining because once you start brining, there's no, you just let it sit. So I'm not going to take credit for those 18 hours. But as far as actual prep, uh, talking about 20 hours on that gumbo. Oh my gosh. And you could taste it. Oh, it was. Deep flavors. Phenomenal. Deep, deep It was flavors. phenomenal, Blue. And way to take turkey and step it up a notch. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? People complain about turkey all the time. And it is. It's boring. Know, I mean, I like it. can it. be boring. I, lo- I like a good, if it's cooked properly, you know, with some dressing and with some gravy. I love it. But. It's uh, it's easy to screw up a turkey. It's 100%. Easy, easy to make it dry and boring because it's a lean bird. There's not a lot of fat on it, so it uh, it's easy to get dried out. But yeah. So turkeys are basically. Do you think they're the leanest bird? I have no idea. I, I mean, wonder. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird. The only thing birds to I've ever it. had <laughs> eaten were turkey and chicken. Have you uh, ever had duck? I've never had duck. I think I had duck once at like a wedding, yeah. fancy one. Never had it. I don't know. I put like a lot of salt on it, so everything <laughs> kind of tastes the same. But boo, that that gumbo was amazing. It was really good. My question is, uh-huh. how much time did you spend last year on Thanksgiving? Because you also, by the way, everyone, I'm a trash can and I don't cook. And <laughs> Dave is the cooker. Mm-hmm. Of course he is. Did you hear what he just said? Amazingness. So why why ruin the system? Yeah, you just stay it's in a, your lane. Yeah, I you handled I, the decor. I did the decor. I painted some rocks. Uh-huh. Everything was good. But yeah, not only was the food good. Um, so we did the gumbo. I did a broccoli cheese casserole Ooh. and uh, cornbread. Did cast iron cornbread. And then uh, we had Mark and Virgie over, who we've spoken about before on the Stonebergs. Our uh, neighbors. They're the greatest humans across of life, the way. Of uh, life. Just real sweet. Um, Older, I guess, platonic roommates. Yeah. yeah. They love each other. They're uh, probably in their early to mid-60s. Yeah. Uh, just real sweet, sweet folks. But yeah, they came over. Uh, Virgie brought oyster stuffing. Oh my God. She brought meatballs. She made meatballs. <laughs> she made meatballs. I love that she made meatballs. And they brought a uh, pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah. And we just kind of had a little uh, low-key, non-traditional, you know, Thanksgiving. And I don't know how to explain this without sounding like a, a jerk, but like there was none of that familial pressure. Right. Like, oh, mom this or dad that or Aunt Wanda this or your dad or your sister. Like, yeah. it was like, okay, these are the, our relationship with them is strictly on a friend slash neighbor basis. So there's no family pressure in terms yeah. of. Whatever, all the nuance of family drama. There was none of that. Uh, we we didn't have to leave. Oh, we didn't have to. We didn't have to go into our car. I did all the cooking the day before. I know. So Brilliant. I I, I 
cooked the gumbo on Wednesday and and made the uh, or prepped the um, casserole. So on uh, on Thanksgiving Day, all I had to do was just throw the casserole in the oven and uh, throw the uh, pot of gumbo on the stovetop, let it simmer for a couple hours. Boom. Ready to go. And that broccoli cheese casserole. Man, Whoa. Dope, 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 dope. So good. It was so good. So good. Um, speaking of the gumbo, uh-huh. I actually am so sad you're leaving. Uh-huh. But I'm wondering if I could just go ahead and milk some meals out of that gumbo while you're no, gone. No. no, no so no, I, think, I think that's fine. I think we're past the and expiration date on that. I cooked it on Wednesday. <laughs> okay, Today's Wednesday. Monday. So okay, Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday, Monday. Today's day six. Now, day granted, six. it's not seafood gumbo. It's and it's just, in a very cold place. Yeah, I mean, you, you can go for it. You but, ever had food poisoning? Yeah, I'd, I I remember it, you know, Oof. I think. It's the worst. Well, it's turkey, though. Doesn't mm-hmm. it stay longer or something? What's the logic there? Why? Because <laughs> it's a different kind of meat. It's mm-hmm. thinner, like you said. Different it's kind a of lean meat than what? Than, like, the other food poisoning mm-hmm. meats. You know, I think fish, I understand yeah, fish. Yeah, seafood you got to be very careful with. 100%. You know, steak and chicken, though, mm-hmm. I think that can give me a few more days on it. Don't okay. you think? We're already on day six. Okay, well, I'm not going to have the oyster stuffing. Uh-huh. Yeah, we decide, don't, don't, we that decided anymore. that. Yeah. Even though it's a perfect portion, yeah. I could easily microwave it. Mm-hmm. It'd be a great snack, but I'm not going to do yeah, it. Please don't do that. And, uh, okay, so maybe I won't, but there's just so much left. And no, I wanna... there's, we, we put a dent in it. There's like maybe two bowls worth left. I made, my the batch I make has 20 servings. Well, so, what so will we... go bad in that? Will you explain to me? See, you named a well, bunch of things. I just feel like things. meat. I feel like the turkey. I don't know. It's day six. I mean... I don't know. I'm from a family where we just kind of kept things until stuff started growing on it in the fridge. And even then, I would take a bite of cheese from the end. (laughs) How long will leftover turkey... Turkey, yeah. Make sure you put turkey. In the refrigerator. Turkey, 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 turkey. Three to four days. USDA recommends (laughs) using cooked turkey within three to four days... Kept refrigerated. Refrigeration slows but does not stop bacterial growth. Never leave leftovers at room temperature. Yeah, no shit. Mm. Can I... There's another question. Can I eat turkey after 10 days? Turkey is not good after 7 days. Oh, see? If it was stored in the fridge since cooked, turkey is only safe to eat 3 to 4 days after... Hmm. So it sounds like 7. Sounds like 7. Did you just say 7? Oh, boy. There was a 7 in there. 7? That's a week. Hey, did it say seven? I feel like it said seven. You said seven. Just calm down. <laughs> that was just an arbitrary. Turkey is not good after seven days if it was stored in the fridge. Okay, cool. Cooked turkey is only safe to eat three to four days after refrigeration. But my stomach is different. Mm-hmm. Your stomach I... is different. <laughs> it's got toxic shock. No, but it was good energy. Mm-hmm. Going back to the good energy... I have never experienced such a low-key, but kind. Mm -hmm. It was a kind Thanksgiving. Yeah. Usually, there's a man screaming (laughs) and and loud, you know, any type of bad movie that's on FX or Mm -hmm. AMC with commercials blaring. What was that one Christmas I came over? Oh, my God. And what was he watching? Armageddon? It was was your first Christmas. What movie was he watching? Armageddon? It was Armageddon. And just blasting it. (laughs) And like, I get like, before or after, Mm -hmm. this was like, while we're opening presents. It was immediately. blast this stupid movie. It was the weirdest thing. (laughs) You walked in and there was a movie blasting and my dad was just like, shut up. Mm -hmm. The movie's on. And I was like, we just came from LA for Christmas. Yeah. We just... That old Christmas tradition. We got <laughs> Christmas morning. We wake up. We have we have some coffee and we watch Armageddon. Welcome to the Strandberg mm-hmm. family. Hey. But yeah, this one was uh, just such. Uh, yeah, for lack of a better term, just just good vibes, good energy. Well, Virgie Everybody loves our pets. Yeah. It's nice when people like your pets. Yes, I Virgie will say loves that. Them. Uh, Mark just adores Charlie. Oh. 
He was playing games with Charlie. Yeah. He was actually playing games with him. He even admitted, he's like, if Charlie ever comes missing, you, you're probably going to have to check with me first. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, could see, I could see Mark snapping and kidnapping Charlie. He's just swooping in. <laughs> oh. No, it was... It was just, it was wonderful. And then we had like energy after. Yeah. Like usually after a holiday, I just want to nap and never see people for like a week yeah. after. But this was like, oh, I can go into the world. I feel better. Yeah. And because I did all the cooking ahead of time, there was no uh, cooking dishes to clean. Yes. There, you know, there wasn't a lot of dishes. We were kind of cleaning as we go. So there wasn't a big mess afterwards once they left. I know. It was just, it was just a good... Good day. It was a good solid I made a, day. I made a nice playlist. Oh, very I made a good. Six hour Thanksgiving playlist that we had on in the background. We had football on the TV, but on mute. Oh, and they like football. Yeah, they like football. That's so fun. What are the odds? I mean, I was even enjoying watching it. It was fun to hear Mark's commentary <laughs> yeah. on the football. <laughs> Mark has a very distinct voice. We've uh, talked about it before. Uh-huh. But he sounds like Fred Schneider. Yeah, very from Fred Schneider. B-52s. Yeah. So there was one, I don't remember. There were so many quotable Mark, uh, mm-hmm. Mark comments. I forget. But he was just like, what's that guy doing over there? <laughs> Came to football, and I could not stop listening. Why are they wearing those uniforms? <laughs> it was... And you inadvertently uh, may have gotten Virgie a little tipsy. I loved it. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Okay, so I have a bottle. I don't drink everybody. However... I do have alcohol on hand, but I don't have the normal wine that I used to have. I don't have the, you know, Uh I didn't get alcohol, okay? I I kind of fumbled Mm -hmm. on that. But I did have a bottle of red wine, which is... Um, what kind? That's a bottle your dad gave us? I gave my dad. Oh, you gave it to I was going to give it to him on Christmas. Day. <laughs> oh, right. It was going to go in his stocking because yeah. he. It was a nice bottle. Was it Camus? Anyway. Camus? Camus. Uh, Camus. So, Camus is like a sweet wine, and I know Mark and Virgie like sweet wines. Mm-hmm. So, I gave them, and it has real high alcohol content. Oh, okay. And so, guess who loved it? Virgie. Yeah, she's sucking it down. And I just kept pouring her the glass, and finally, she was like, Oh, can I have some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> but there is a picture of Virgie. And I could tell because she was getting the red flush. My mom used to get the red flush. Do I get that? No. You didn't even seem at all tipsy. Yeah, I have pretty good tolerance. You have an amazing tolerance. I was knocking back some some Crown Royal and Coke. Yeah. Yeah. And I was proud of it. I mean, it was, I didn't even notice. And I was having my non-alcoholic wine. We Mm -hmm. were just having a time. But yeah, my favorite pastime is getting old people slaughtered. Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) Like, I love it. And I think it's one of the best things ever. Ever, 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 ever. Do you like getting old people <laughs> drunk, boo? Well, see, that's the thing. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I've um, my parents never drank. Oh. My mom had a margarita at our wedding, and to hear her tell it, that was the first drink she had had in like 40 years. What? I remember when I was very little, my dad used to drink beer. I remember being very tiny and like going to fetch him a beer out of the fridge and it was Budweiser cans he drank Budweiser cans and uh but uh I think in 1980 uh he uh got serious about his spirituality and and really started going to church and he he, he quit drinking just cold turkey okay just for religious reasons oh, okay. um so my whole after that I was like three when that happened so uh, never seen either one of them drink until mom had a margarita at the wedding. And, uh, I mean, kudos to them. You know, if you don't drink, that's a, that's a personal thing. Um, but it would, as an adult, that is one thing I regret. Not regret, because I couldn't have controlled it. But it would have been nice occasionally to crack a beer with the old man, you know, or, yeah. or have a glass of wine with mom at a fancy restaurant. But uh, I was shocked that she had a margarita at the, uh, at oh, the wedding. Oh, yeah. But, she was um, letting loose. But yeah, I, nev- I loved it. I never had that experience as a, uh, you know, as an adult child. Um, you know, I've got other friends like, yeah, you know, went over to my dad's house and we, we fired up the grill and had a couple burgers and some beers. And, you know, I always thought that would be nice. Like, oh, go hang out with dad and have a beer. But, you know, 
That was just his choice. But yeah, so I, I don't have a lot of experience uh, being around older people with alcohol. Getting smashed. Yeah. Oh, man, you missed out. Well, yeah. not really. Because I remember going to my Nana's on holidays, mm-hmm. and they would start early. Really? Nana loved wild turkey uh-huh. on the rocks. Oh, okay. Dear it's God. Hardcore. Yeah, she was. No mixer. No. Yeah. Ooh. But I think she would just down that to like get a buzz, uh-huh. and then she would kind of switch to not seem like an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then my dad, he would get the red face. Do you yeah. remember? He would get red. Yeah, I remember him getting the red face. He yeah. would. He liked red wine with ice. With ice cubes, <laughs> yes. Ice. That and our special cokes. Oh, have a that, special coke. That he would. His eyes would light up, being like, <laughs> he loved that you guys had special cokes, yeah. which is just rum and coke, right? Or, uh, ja- uh, well, bur- bourbon and coke. Bourbon and yeah. coke. I always forget mm-hmm. bourbon. Yeah, I'm not a rum guy. Yeah. Just, sorry about that. Yeah. That's out of nowhere. Oh, that's okay. I'm that's sorry not, I even I said that. I can't believe <laughs> that I messed up your drink. Uh, but no, that was fun. I do have good memories of uh, your dad and I knocking back a few, watching football on Sunday, stuff like that. So that was fun. He was. He just loved you. He did. He had a weird way of showing it in the beginning. He really made you work for it, yeah. that Dave Strandberg. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, good Thanksgiving. Uh, great Thanksgiving. It really was. Uh, great food, great company, great vibes. Uh, the boys were on just showing off. Oh, they Charlie's were having running so around. much fun. Truman and Harvey running around. Virgie was looking for Truman. Yeah. It was adorable. Yeah. She got Virgie? out the treats. Yeah. She was feeding the boys. It was, it, guys, it was a great Thanksgiving. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. if not, it's okay. Make Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Something of yours. Yeah. Holidays are tough, you know, yeah. for a lot of people. And you know, if if you got all your friends and family around, good for you. And if you don't, um cope however you need to cope, you know, within within reason. I would suggest for me, this past I was worried about this holiday season because it is the first holiday season without my parents uh-huh. together. Um, you know, anyway, um, gosh, that sucks. <laughs> As I'm talking about it, what if I just started like weeping? <laughs> no, but I, I was kind of nervous. Like I thought we could just have a low key thing together, but having Mark and Virgie over was a new tradition for me. And of course I was anxious and of course I was nervous, but it was so special mm-hmm. and you made it so special. And I can't thank you enough because you create such a cool, like, I don't know, a vibe where everyone feels comfortable and harmonious. Yeah. And it, it was so nice not to have, like you said, that pressure. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous, like, okay, we're having, you know, they're neighbors, but they're strangers. Mm-hmm. But having strangers over, not stranger, stranger. I mean, they're friends. We've only known them for a few months. Yeah. yeah. But again... Amazing experience, mm-hmm. yeah. but I would have never known if I didn't try. Yeah. So I suggest trying new traditions until one works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it fails, it fails, but then you got a fun story out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's my new motto in life. Which is what? Try stuff and. <laughs> oh, Here we boy. go. Hold on. Nope. Wait a, wait a minute. I got it. Try it. And, um, I don't know. I, What's your new motto? <laughs> That's my new motto. What is? I don't know. What I just said. Whatever I just rambled on about. Uh, no, it was a good ramble. Uh, it was about, you know, trying stuff until it <laughs> sticks. Throwing that spaghetti at the door uh-huh. and then opening the door. That's right. Throwing the spaghetti at the door, opening the door. That's when what life I... gives you lemons, throw <laughs> spaghetti at the wall. Huh? <laughs> like you <laughs> we're fighting we are fighting you had uh some showbiz news this week we're still uh i, I think there's still hope because it's just monday after oh. the after the holidays but uh you got a call back i did on an audition i did they wanted to see more of katie they they liked they liked what i was selling guys and i went for what my... would you be selling if you booked this uh commercial Ring pop, ring pop, guys. Let me tell you, <laughs> ring pop. I can't think is... of a better commercial for you to book 
<laughs> like, of course, Katie booked the ring pop gig. It was, you know, I was, uh, I was nervous mm-hmm. because here's the thing. Ring pops are making a comeback. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that. No. And I'm, and they haven't hired me yet, uh-huh. or maybe they won't, okay? But I'm just saying, it was delicious. Yeah. First of all, best audition of my life. Yeah. Got to go in, eat a ring pop, <laughs> pretend that I'm yelling at kids in a way, in a uh-huh. nice way. It was great. What'd you have to say? What were um, your lines? Basically, I had to say, I'm great at parties. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do it like that did you <laughs> no they gave you a few beats uh-huh. so they gave you a few lines that you had to hit but uh-huh. that's that's why i dominated because they said don't worry about getting the words correct because uh-huh. i have a hard time with lines that's yeah. a fact yeah. or remembering uh-huh. things we know about the tampon so yeah. you know um it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. It was like being in an improv scene, and it made me really miss being on stage and performing. Urgh. But um, yeah, dude, I was pumped because I got that ring pop, and I sucked it down on the uh-huh. way home. I probably looked like a real perv because yeah. it was on my finger the yeah. whole way, like a baby. Yeah. Also, 99 cent store was down the street, utilized my time wisely, mm-hmm. got some ornaments, got some rocks, and then I painted them for place settings. Yeah. I think the key to auditioning is to always look for a 99 cent store around or Uh something that you really don't visit often. That way you do two for one. And you treat yourself. You treat yourself after. (laughs) With the 99 cent store and splurge. (laughs) Hey, I got a turkey baster. I did. I got you a turkey baster. some sponges. I did get sponges. Love this place. And a wallet. Mm -hmm. And they were so great because... They gave me the wallet, this beautiful wallet for 99 cents. I know it wasn't 99 cents, but they couldn't find the price. And I think the girl got nervous because the line was forming. Wait, what do you, listen to what you're saying. (laughs) It's the 99 cent store. (laughs) No, but a lot of things are not 99 cents anymore. At the 99 cent store? Yes. Now I've seen, I know what you're talking about, like at Dollar General and some of those places. But I thought the whole gimmick at the 99 cent store was... No. Oh, they have things that are more than ninety nine cents. Yeah, because they're going they're going up a level. You know what I mean? Well, no, there's appreciate them trying to trick us. I think it's below ten, below ten dollars store. Okay. Because I bought a rock painting kit for seven ninety (laughs) nine. Have you seen any of these like mom and pop versions? There's there's one on Sunset in Echo Park called the ninety eight cent store. Ooh no! So you think if they're gonna go ahead and do that, that they would stick to the 98-cent price limit. Have you been into the 98-cent store? I haven't. Well, then we just, the jury's out. I haven't needed any (laughs) knockoff potato chips or bubble bath lately. (laughs) Okay, great place for cleaning products. Also, if you're looking for back-to-school supplies like pencils, Mm -hmm. into it. Not that anyone uses pencils anymore. I don't know. Do kids still use pencils? I doubt it. I think you should. Yeah. Bring it back, like the ring pop. But yeah, it was really fun. And I just sat in my car because, you know, with COVID, they're finally starting to do in-person auditions, uh-huh. which is my jam. Yeah. Because over the internet. You're good in the room. I'm good in the room. Mm-hmm. I'm not great over internets. Yeah. Because first of all, they ask you to do proper light. There's all these rules with these auditions online, which I sound just like a moron right now. Uh But I'm not good at rules. I like to go from the hip. Yeah. I'm like a cowboy actor. Of course. Pew, pew. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was a lot of fun. And it made me feel good. Like, hey, I'm good at something. Uh You know? Boo, you're good at a lot of things. Well, thank you. I don't feel like that. Well, you are. But I appreciate you saying that. No, it's just a matter of time. I've always said, not to get too inside baseball, but like you have an audition for a while. You know, you took a few years off, but uh, you're back. You've got a you've got a uh, commercial agent. I do. And uh, it's just a matter of time for the right casting director sees you. Like you're so likable. Ah. You just, you light up a room, boo. Well, I I would like to do... I think it'd be fun, so who knows? Especially products like Ring Pop. 
You know? I mean, I, Ring Pop is, and I am, I'm behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, they should really get for the diabetic people mm-hmm. some uh, sugar-free Ring Pops. Yeah. Now that's that's something. It's a whole new market. Yeah, whole new market. Mm-hmm. Maybe marijuana Ring Pops. Ooh, Whoa. There you go. Do you think we should get Mark and Virgie high? <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> drugging people. Nope, we're not going down that road. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving today, boo. Hmm. You'll be gone for two weeks. I'm sad. You spoiled me. I know. You, you spoiled me last but night. But you're going to be so excited because now mm. you are you have your single suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go get a cart. Uh-huh. You don't have to wait for Charlie to go pee and poo outside. You're just, hey, I'm on the road. Uh-huh. I'm a road dog. Yeah. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Uh-huh. Is that what you do? Every- that, is, that is what I do. <laughs> That's what I do when I walk into the Hampton Inn. It's like, road dog's here. Ruff, ruff. Where's my room? And they're like... Right this way, Mr. Dog. Yeah. So. Well, I'm going to miss you. But when you get back, we are going to have a Christmas season of dreams, yeah. my friend. You're going to behave while I'm gone? Yes. You're going to be safe? I am safe. you going to lock the doors? Head on a swivel. Head on a Head swivel. Head on a swivel. And I have my little knife I got on my uh-huh. keychain now, so okay. I could bring that out and uh-huh. stab people. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> What do I always say? See the shithead before they see you. Or also just punch the shithead in the balls. Because yeah. they don't like that. Yeah, no, you punch in the nose oh. and kick in the balls. Okay, kick in the nose, punch We've in the balls. We've been going over some, some basic self-defense yeah. stuff for you. I just, I don't think, listen, I appreciate you protecting, being mm-hmm. protective, but mm-hmm. like, I've lived in life before, you know, alone. I was a, I was a lone lady of for course. a while. No, I know you're and a strong, I, independent woman. I'm a lady with a, with a mission. I, I know how to walk fast. You're also a lady who <laughs> goes, walks to Starbucks with Charlie in your left hand, phone yep. in your right hand. Okay, but that's only when I'm doing Distracted. Uh, <laughs> I have to get... Okay, Charlie's a little strut, you guys. Mm-hmm. If you've noticed, I always get him strutting yeah, with his walk. He's got a little swagger. He does. And how cute is that? I have to get it on film. Yeah. That's true. I guess, <laughs> I guess you're right. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, What else going on? Uh, we watched some... Uh, we tried to watch some movies this week. I think we're... Are we getting dumber? I might be making you dumber. Man, we watched happening. Tar. Oh. I didn't understand anything... Those people were talking about. Okay, there's a new movie out called Tar, starring Kate Blanchett. And one of my favorite people, who was an improv, and just, he's an hum- amazing actor, Drew Drogi, always posts movies that he watches. And he's like an independent movie watcher, and he's been on, oh, I just love him. Anyway, he recommended Tar. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yes, strong, independent woman, Kate Blanchett. I don't know. She's doing something. And um, here's the thing. It was a rental. Or you can also buy it. Yeah, it was one of those $20 rentals. The newer ones. 24 No, a $20 rental. Oh. But then you were like, well, for five more dollars, I can own it. <laughs> you spent $25 purchasing tar. tar. I had to put the <laughs> subtitles on. And they she, were speaking English. They were speaking English. But uh, yeah, they were. It was just she, all right. Kate uh, Blanchett. She's a uh, composer, like yeah. classical musician, uh, symphony. You know, high society, fancy schmancy, you know, Juilliard, intellectual. Right. And I we watched about an hour of it, and I didn't understand what the conflict or the premise was. Like, all right, he was just this smart musician lady. Yeah. Flying back and forth to Germany and composing. She's in Berlin. She ran a lot in the mornings. There's a lot of running work. I um well I will finish it. Yeah. I will. And maybe there's a twist at the end. Maybe. Maybe all of a sudden, you know, she becomes a monster. Yeah, maybe she starts a punk band. I hope so. Who knows? I think. Okay. So we we did tar and I will finish it. Um I've, a movie I've always wanted to see that uh, seems to appear on all the best of lists, like top ten mm-hmm. of all time. I've never seen Chinatown. Yeah, me either. I was like, let's watch Chinatown. It's set in Los Angeles. Yep. And I think in the 30s. It's got Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Nicholas, Jack, the golfer. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nichols. Um, <laughs> bored the shit out of me. It bored the shit out of me. I mean, okay. 
I, I get there's, you know, yeah. the water issue and infrastructure in L.A. I mean, that kind of stuff is interesting, but, like, I just didn't care about any of the characters. I didn't either. You know, and I like I like Jack, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Jack Nichols. Um, I mean, it wasn't awful. I, I mean, I, I get how maybe I just wasn't in the right frame of mind, but it was just, just kind of dry. Yeah. Yes. And it's Roman Polanski. Maybe that in the back of my mind, it's like, I can't let myself enjoy a Polanski film, given that he's a pedophile rapist. I know, but, uh, and he got away with he it. Got away with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, well, I wasn't surprised that I didn't like it, but you not liking it, mm-hmm. I'm always. That's kind of my test yeah. of like, okay, he didn't like it either, so it's a snooze fest. And I don't, and, <laughs> and I would not, I would never consider myself a film buff or film nerd, but I, I do like films that are something a little deeper than just popcorn movies. Like I don't like big budget action movies. Like they've always bored me. I like certain action movies, but like, never seen a Marvel movie. Don't never? care. Never, not seen never? a Marvel. Never, no. It just does not interest me. Not even um, Deadpool, because I was like making fun of Marvel nah, movies. Ne- never saw that. Oh. Um, you know, and I feel like I've got decent taste in movies, and I I've always heard about Chinatown. Chinatown, it's on this list, on that list, and maybe I need to watch it again. But it just it just put me to sleep. Just put me to sleep. Well, put well, movies always just put me to sleep. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, Chinatown. We uh, watched Nightmare Before Christmas, which I've seen before, and I appreciate, uh, I appreciate all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I like Tim Burton. Yes, me too. Uh, I, the art of it. What is it? Stop motion. Isn't it claymation? Stop motion. Uh. Whatever they're doing, I appreciate, <laughs> and it is fun. The problem with all those type of movies, any type of like animated or cartoon or anything that's remotely geared towards children, I'm good at about twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah. If they short films, I, I could watch if that. But like that movie wasn't ninety. I think that movie's like seventy-seven minutes, but it was still about thirty minutes too long. I just, I, I could get into it. I loved it at uh-huh. first, but like all musicals, at halftime, I was ready to go. Mm-hmm. I think plays, musicals should be an hour. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You got an hour. I agree. Do an hour. Uh-huh. We don't need two, two and a half. Yeah. Get out of here, Les Mis. I mean, it's a beautiful musical, but good Lord, what am I in for the whole day? I want to get paid for going <laughs> to certain musicals. But yeah, so Nightmare Before Christmas, we made it halfway. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, we did have a good one. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I mean, John Candy. That was one of my dad's favorite movies. Really? Yeah, he loved that movie. He'd quote it all the time. I don't know how many times I've heard just like apropos of nothing, my dad just go, you shower curtain fella? <laughs> <laughs> People train. Do that guy. I love when you do the guy. <laughs> Nobody getting a Wichita unless you're a hog or a cattle. People train runs out of Stubville. He spits tobacco, wipes his mouth, and then shakes Steve Martin's hand. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Name's Owen. Oh, She's guys. short and skinny, but it's she's a, strong. Oh, it's a Thanksgiving movie of the ages, but I'd say it could be a holiday flick. Get get into it. I mean, that movie's so good, it doesn't have to be a holiday flick. Like That's You can watch true. that one anytime. But yeah, so funny. So yeah, we've been in movie mode and also still watching White Lotus, still yep. loving it. Guys, you want to go to Italy? Ooh. Ooh, turn on that HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, just so just watch the the latest episode today. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, if it's you haven't so seen good. White Lotus, if you got HBO Max. Uh, first season was last year. They were in uh, Maui. Mm-hmm. And this season they're in Sicily. Oh. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful I romance. Wonder- I'd like to know. I this show has had to have caused a spike in travel to Maui, and now maybe starting to see travel increase to Sicily because oh. it's every episode's like an hour long commercial for you know last season every episode was a commercial for for Maui. Yeah. This season every episode's a commercial for Sicily because it's just so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. So pretty. What a smart idea. I mm. wonder where they're going to go next. Yeah. Ooh, we'll see. Yeah. And if you saw the first season but haven't seen the second one, obviously it's a different location, but they follow Jennifer Coolidge's character. Oh, my gosh. That's the only common uh, thread from the first season is uh, Jennifer Coolidge, uh, wealthy 
uh, in the first season, single lady yeah. who just travels all the time. Yeah. And then she uh, she meets a dude in that first season, and now uh, second season opens with uh, the two of them in now traveling to Sicily. Wow! So yeah, great great show. It's really so that. good. It is so good. But yeah. <sighs> well. What else? But you're gonna be you're gonna be all right when I leave. I'm gonna be okay. I know that it's just you know what? It's only two weeks, mm-hmm. and I think we could look at it as an artist retreat uh-huh. for both of us. You're going to go perform for the masses, mm-hmm. and I'll be, you know, performing for Charlie. Yeah. What the hell am I talking You're gonna about? You're going to eat decent food? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. How much, how much uh, DoorDash you're going to get? I'm not going to get any DoorDash. <laughs> Watch me. You know what? I'm going to make a bet with you. Eat some of those frozen meals. I got those factor meals. <sighs> They're good. They're healthy. They're, they're good. They're like 19 years old. No, they're not. Yeah, huh? No. You got those like back in no, Long Beach. Some of, some of them are, are. No, I threw all those out. Did you? No, this is a new batch. <laughs> I got a fresh batch. A fresh batch. Fresh batch. <laughs> uh, before I forget, I want to give a shout out to a listener. Uh, Instagram pal E Rounders. I don't know their real name, but E Rounders uh, hollered at me and said, I uh, want to give a shout out to their friend Adele. Uh, E-Rounders and Adele both uh, are veterans. They didn't serve together, but they're friends. They were both veterans. And Adele has been uh, in the hospital in Augusta, Georgia. Mm. Been in the ICU for four days around Thanksgiving. And I uh, don't know exactly uh, what the issue was. Uh, E-Rounders didn't want to spill all the beans, and that's understandable, but just wanted to give a shout-out uh, to their friend Adele, mm. who uh, I don't know if she spent um, Thanksgiving in uh, the hospital, but uh, regardless, uh, either right before or during or after, was in the ICU in Augusta, and uh, you've been there. Uh, apparently, yeah. she's been alone in the hospital mm. near the holidays, and uh, E-Rounders just wanted Adele to know that uh, that uh, they have friends thinking about her. Adele, you hang do. In hang in there. I am so sorry, Adele, but you're a badass. You've yeah. got this. So, yeah. And just, we we love you, and and safe getting better please mm-hmm. so yeah oh that's, no that's gonna be rough so yeah um boo you hold down the fort i will wait do you have anything to plug i know you do oh what the tour yeah oh uh, sure yeah uh starting uh this week <laughs> see thursday i'll be in lafayette louisiana uh friday the 2nd of december i will be in bryan texas on the 3rd, Saturday, I'll be in Little Rock, Arkansas. On the 4th, I'll be in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, by the way, I'm going to eat uh, Goldie's Barbecue on Sunday. Ooh! Usually when I'm in Fort Worth, I do um, I do Pecan Lodge. Or is it Heim? Heim, I think, is in Fort Worth. Pecan Lodge was in Dallas. Pecan Lodge was amazing. Anyway, uh, Goldie's is this place I've never been to. It got named uh, by, I think, Texas Magazine, named it the number one barbecue place in Texas. Whoa, and that's it, like a big deal because Texas, Texas, Texas is like yeah, I mean, if you're, barbecue. If you're number one in Texas, you're probably number one all over. Uh, except for, you know, throw Heritage in there and Moosecraft. Give any of those Texas places a run for their money. But I Gold- love the name Goldie's. Goldie's Barbecue in Fort Worth. That I'll be trying so that cute. out on Sunday. I take a couple days off. Then uh, on the 7th, I'll be in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. On the 8th, I'll be in Trinidad, Colorado, and wrapping it up on the 9th in Manitou Springs, Colorado. And I might stay an extra day in Manitou Springs because the next night at the same venue that I'm playing, Mike Cooley of the Drive-By Truckers is playing solo show. So probably going to have to stick around and see that. Well, duh. Yeah. But yeah, uh, dumbdavestone.com for tickets. Get on that. And guys, if you want to follow me on the TikTok, I'm doing some TikToks now. Mm-hmm. At Katie Lowe Stramberg. There you go. And follow me on Instagram to see Charlie's little walk. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Pretty much sweat. those are all my stories. <laughs> He's tired. He is. Uh, He's... To, to paint a picture, <laughs> Katie is in uh, my record chair, my nice cozy chair. Charlie is right next to her, uh, but he is on his back. Upside down, alligator arms. I've never seen a more leisurely animal in all my life. Oh, he's living his best life. Let's get a picture of this. Okay, this get, is get the pic. What a, oh, what a, wait. Oh, he's, no, no, no. Don't we're take good. my picture. Oh, ah, I'll just, no, he's good. You still got it. This is actually probably cuter. 
way cuter. It's worth it. It's worth it, you guys. Uh, have a good one, everybody. Stay safe. Stay sane. Oh, Charlie geez. says goodbye. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, geez. And he's freaking out. We may or may not take next week off. We, we're still having trouble figuring out uh, how to record remotely. So if we can figure it out and get all our uh, gear situated... We can do that this week. If not, uh, I'll be back in a couple weeks. We will. I love everybody. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram. At the Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24 7 and leave a voicemail at 562 548 2012. That's 562 548 2012. Thanks for listening. Thank you.